morning, everybody. This is the Sage of Sports Podcast, where we talk everything and anything about the current topics in the sports world. I'm your host, Glass, a.k.a. the Sage of Sports. Let's go ahead and get the show cracking. Funny how doing podcasting, you think it's easy, but it's not. And I'm not really even talking about getting on the mic and talking to your fans, subscribers, fans of the sports world. I'm talking about just editing (laughs) and getting this out there into the sports world. Reason why I'm saying that is because on Thursday morning, I did episode three. Did it good. Did it well. Was proud of myself. Edit the episode. Was trying to render it. Render it and forgot what file I put it in. And I searched about two hours looking for looking for the file I put it in. But I figured, stop wasting time. Go ahead, throw another put episode three together again. And that's where we are right now. It is a beautiful Friday morning. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the uh, into the sports topics. First off, I want to give congratulations to the Seattle Storm for winning the WNBA championship of 2020. Storm beat the top-seeded uh, Las Vegas Aces, Las Vegas Aces. Behind Brianna Stewart, Sue Berg, Jewel Lloyd, and a bunch of uh, veterans on the roster. Uh, the Storm dominated the Los Angeles Aces 92-59 to on Tuesday night to complete the sweep in the best of five final series in Florida, in the bubble. Uh, it was Seattle's fourth championship, tying the league record shared by the Houston Comets and the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, Brianna Stewart was named finals MVP for the second time in her career. The UConn product averaged 28.3 points and 7.3 boards during the championship series. Seattle's title win, which was cemented by the largest margin of victory in finals history with the 33 points, uh, capped a 6-0 run through the playoffs, which means they ran through uh, the Minnesota Lynx in the first round, and in the championship, they ran through the Las Vegas Aces three zip. So it was three zip and three zip. Uh, so once again, congratulations to the Seattle Storm for winning the 2020 WNBC, WNBA championship. All right, let's go move on to news I just found out about uh, late yesterday concerning the NFL. And we're going to get into the NFL and we're going to get into COVID-19. But before I move on, shout out to uh, my brothers in crime, Team Boy TV, uh, Big Q, JB, the Raven, uh, the Raven Shogun. Uh, we did, we back again. If you guys don't know, I do a show on Team Boy TV on the YouTube channel. I'll put it down in, in the descriptions. Every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we go live on the Team Boy TV Turbo channel. Um, it's, it's exciting, it's fun. We have a bunch of, we have heated discussions, but we have fun doing it. Uh, it it's, we you know it's fun it's, and exciting. And we talk about NFL, everything about the NFL uh, during that current week. So if you get a chance, 
do me a favor. Go ahead to the YouTube channel, Team Boy TV Turbo. I believe it's Turbo. Let me make sure. Uh, and uh, like I said, I put down a link. I put put the link down in the in the description and go check that out. We had a fun time uh, Wednesday night. Well, during that time on Wednesday night, we were talking about all the players and uh, COVID-19, the players catching COVID-19. And I said, I don't believe we will have a 16-game season. JB and Big Q said, well, especially Big Q, he, he was adamant. He said, we're going to have a 16-game season. We're going to have a full playoff <laughs> uh, series, and we'll have a Super Bowl. Now, I always know we'll start off the season. Will we finish it? That's the question. And because we – and hear me out. If you know anything about me, if you watch Team Boy TV, if you watch Get With The Sports that I used to do a year ago, I always said – my definition of common sense is that it's the one of is one of the only things that's free and priceless at the same time. It's easy to use, but people usually don't value it and or use it. That's the situation we have here in the NFL. The NFL is stuck on stupid. And I'm not, I'm talking about the organization, I'm talking about the teams, I'm talking about the players. We are in a pandemic. COVID virus, COVID-19, coronavirus, however you want to call it, is no joke. I had friends, family, co-workers that had it, and when they got through it, they said they, wish, they wouldn't wish that upon their enemy. Now, once I do understand, there's different, you know, some people take it better than other people. If you're healthy, you might get through it better than someone that's not healthy, that has underlying, some underlying illnesses. Got that. But I lost somebody, me and my wife lost a, a family friend that we grew up with since, I'ma say, high school. And we lost her at the beginning of, I wanna say March or April, lost her to, to the coronavirus. Uh, she passed away at the age of 47. So this is no joke. This is no joke. I, I'm not taking that as a joke. And my wife, she was already a germaphobe, but man, she's wiping, cleaning down everything. But with that being said, there's people that don't take it as serious as, as I think they should. Let's go ahead and just start with, uh, let's, what team are we going to start off with? Let's go ahead and start off with the Tennessee Titans because they really stuck on stupid. Um, as of Thursday, I haven't checked today, this is Friday. As of Thursday, we had one more Titan player po tested positive for the coronavirus Thursday morning. We had an inconclusive positive test from Wednesday who also was confirmed positive Thursday. So we have a total of 23 Titan players and personnel who have tested positive for the coronavirus since September 24th. We have a team of 85, I believe it's 85, out of 85 players, 20 players and personnel, we have 23 total, total uh, positive players positive, tested positive for coronavirus. Come on now. And then we find out that a group of Tennessee Titans held a group workout on September 30th, despite the NFL's directive 
that banned such gatherings while the club's facility was closed due to the coronavirus outbreak. They met up at a high school. I think it was called Montgomery, if I ain't mistaken. They met up at, come on now. There's, there's reason why there's rules. There's re we gotta take everything, we gotta take every precaution seriously. And they didn't do it. Now, I know it was up to, it was up to the NFL. They put it up there for discussion. Should they be docked? Or should they forfeit a win or forfeit a game, whatever? Because if they find out it's, it's their fault, which it sounds like it is to me, they should be penalized for it. And like I said on, on Team Boy TV Live Wednesday night, if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm ticked because, okay, let me move on before I get to that. It's the New England Patriots. Now, let's, let's go back to the common sense situation. We know the basics of the coronavirus. If you catch it, you're going to get quarantined. You should quarantine yourself or somebody should quarantine you for 14 days because the fourth is an incubation period that lasts 14 days. Let me break it down to you. Two weeks. If you don't understand what 14 days are, two weeks, you should be quarantined. At my job, if I'm sitting at the table with Brandon, if y'all know, get with the sports, uh, I have my partner in crime, Brandon. We work at the same job. We talk sports and we work at the same job, which was delightful. If I'm sitting down with, with Brandon at, at lunch, and he ended up with the, with the coronavirus, you already know he's quarantined. Then they're going to do a, a back check to see who he was hanging with, which would be me because we sat at the same table, and we even got plexiglass uh, dividers to separate everybody. But still and yet, if they find out I was sitting with him, I got to self-quarantine myself for two weeks. That's how serious it is. So let's go back to New England Patriots. They find out that uh, Cam Newton uh, tested positive for the coronavirus. To me, I would say, okay, we're going to check everybody for the next two weeks. And they're probably doing that. Let me not, let me not just shortchange them. They're probably doing it. And that's how they found out that the cornerback, Stephon Gilmore, tested positive this week. But Cam Newton tested positive last week, I believe it was. Now cornerback Stephon Gilmore tested this week, and they find out a, a practice squad member, Bill Murray, ended up with the, with the ended up on the COVID nineteen list. So you got three. You got we'll say three Patriots that got the coronavirus. Now if I'm playing them on the other team, we're gonna have to figure this out. It's gonna it's gonna spread, y'all, because they're not taking it serious. You played the game. Who did the Patriots play last week? The Chiefs. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm ticked because I play, and you didn't play um, Cam Newton, but Stephon Gilmore was out there on the field, and this is a full contact sport, correct? So if I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, we're checking every day for the next two weeks because it's an incubation period. You might not show symptoms for the first seven days, but then you got another seven days, y'all, and it's gonna, it, it can pop up. So that's how that's how I feel about that situation. Let's go ahead and uh, let's move on to um, the coaches. Coaches stuck on stupid. Because if I'm mistaken, let me see if I got on here. Uh, the NFL had to take us take us so far as to 
give memos to all the teams of how serious this is and how serious they are. The NFL sent a, sent another strongly worded memo to team executives, general managers, and head coaches last Wednesday, urging them to comply with game day protocols that include wearing face coverings on the sideline. Quote, we will address lack of compliance with accountability measures that may include suspensions and or forfeiture of draft picks, close quote, from the memo. The league reminded clubs last week to follow its guidelines to help stop the spread of COVID-19. Anyone with access to the sideline area must wear a face covering that fits across the wearer's nose and mouth to prevent the transmission of the virus, according to the new protocol. The NFL cracked down on a handful of coaches for not sporting masks during the season's opening weeks. I'm a Denver Bronco fan. Yes, my head coach was stuck on stupid. Denver Broncos, Vic Fangio, Seattle Seahawks, Pete Carroll, and San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, each were fined $100,000 following week two's Sunday slate. Las Vegas Raiders head coach John Gruden and New Orleans Saints boss, I'm sorry, coach, <laughs> Sean Payton were slapped with equal fines for the same offense during during the week three's Monday Night Football contest. And their teams were also fined $250,000 for their coach's offenses. If your head coach can't even do right, how do you expect the players to do right? And then let's, let's move on even further. I found out beginning of this week, Oakland Raiders uh, tight end uh, Waller, can't remember his first name, Don Waller, but his last name is Waller starting uh, tight end. He had a benefit of function at some hotel and the players there didn't have masks on. Come on, pe people ain't taking this serious. This is the, excuse me, this is the reason why we will not have a 16 week season. It's gonna get cut short. We in week, we're going into week five right now. I'm saying three more weeks and I, I hope I'm wrong. We won't get to week 10. I ain't going to say three more weeks. I'm going to give it a little buffer. That'll be eight, week eight. We won't make it to week 10. They're going to have to change something around. I heard Big Q, he's, you know, next man up. I don't want to sit there and watch, and like he said, instead of watching Patrick Mahomes, I'm watching Patrick Mahomes. Oh, or no, Patrick Mahomes, I'm watching Pete Mahomes. I know I'm watching NFL for the entertainment of the, of the stars of the league. Stars are going down already from injury. People blowing out the ACLs, people hamstrings. Uh, uh, we got a couple of Achilles tears because they didn't have a they didn't have a preseason. They have OTAs because of this virus. I said I think we should have had we should have had we shouldn't have had an NFL season. Take a year off till we get everything situated when the vaccine comes up. And then we start up again. I understand teams are losing money, but I'm thinking you're losing money anyway because if you're having games in your stadium, you got maintenance. If you don't have fans to pay for the maintenance, the cost of the maintenance, you're coming out your pocket. That's just me. I understand we got some teams that have um, 
what, maybe 1,500 fans, a 1,000, you know, with all that. I think if I'm mistaken, I just recently heard Miami Dolphins or, or the state of Miami having full capacity. Come on, people. We about to get, and then that's another thing I said on Team Boy TV Live. We're about, it's about to get cold. The, the virus thrives in the cold, so it's going to spike again. But, hey, what do I know? Y'all gonna y'all gonna listen to me. Y'all gonna understand what I'm saying. But yeah, that's how I feel about the, the COVID. I don't think we should have had the season. I don't think the season's gonna last 16 games. And we're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. That's just my thoughts on that situation. When organization organizations and players and coaches and everybody gets stuck on stupid, you can't expect much. And let me just okay, I'm just gonna add on to this. You've seen what happened with the NBA when they had the bubble. It worked. You've seen the NHL, which is a full contact sport. Not probably not as, as much as football, but they run into each other. They just finished the uh, Stanley Club Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning the 2020 Stanley Cup. We just finished. I just got to talking about the WNBA. Shout out to the Seattle Seattle Storm. They finished their playoffs. Oh, this season. Shout out to the to the MLB. That's their postseason going on right now. I'm gonna talk about them next week, but yeah, they haven't done because they have these tight restrictions of being out in the public. NFL doesn't have that. The NFL can do it, but they're not trying to do it. The NBA spent a billion dollars to get that set up, the bubble set up in Florida. Hell, and the NFL makes over. $15 billion. Don't, no excuses. All right, man, I'm, I'm enough rambling on that. Let's go ahead and move on. Uh, well, I, I went through that. All right. The NFL, I have two divisions that I believe are tough divisions, are top divisions of the of this NFL this season. The, the AFC North that has the Steelers that's undefeated at 3-0. Browns, Cleveland Browns are 3-1. Ravens, Baltimore Ravens are 3-1. And, and the Bengals are 1-2-1. and one. I hate that tie. But they're 1-2-1. That's a solid division right there. The other solid division that I think it matches up with them, excuse me, is the NFC West. It has the undefeated Seattle Seahawks at 4-0. Los Angeles Rams, 3-1, and one, 40, uh, San Francisco 49ers, 2-2, two and, two, and the Arizona Cardinals at 2-2. Two and two. Next division. But the division that is the most sorriest division so far, by far, in the NFL is the NFC East. Why the hell? The Eagles are leading the division with a 1-2-1 one, one record. Yes. One, two, hell, forget the tie. One and three. <laughs> tie means that you didn't have enough to win the game. So it's a loss to me. But they have a one, two, and one record. The Washington football team has a one and three record. So does the Dallas Cowboys, which I always think they are a mediocre team. They always finish eight and eight. Every now and then they do a 10 and three, 13, uh, 10 and six, 13 and three. But they average eight and eight. They're doing it right this year by starting off with a one and three record. 
And last but not least is the sorry. The sorry New York Giants with the 0-4 record. If I'm a fan of New York, I'm surprised y'all not jumping off buildings. You can't even root for the Giants. You can't even root for the Jets. They haven't won the game. So you got two teams in your city that haven't won the game. That is crazy to me. So the NFC East is the sorriest league. I mean, the sorriest division in the league. Let's talk about the Cowboys. Once again, definition of common sense is one of the only things that's free and priceless at the same time. It's easy to use, but people usually don't value it and or use it. I'll put that with the Dallas Cowboys. I'll put that with the New York Jets. You fire, this is the Cowboys. You fire uh, Jason Garrett. Who's giving you eight and eight at the least? And I think he deserves to be fired because I think you they need Jason Garrett can only take you so far. Then you gotta find somebody to take you over the top. Can I say this? Mike McCarthy is not that coach that'll get that team over the top. How are you gonna hire a coach that got fired from another team thinking that it's gonna be better? Mike McCarthy used to coach, was the former coach of the Green Bay Packers. That has Aaron Rodgers, one of the baddest quarterbacks in the league right now. You had Aaron Rodgers. No no issue on Dak Prescott, but reason why I'm bringing this up, in 2016, they finished 10-6. and six. Good record. I think they lost in the conference finals, if I'm mistaken. I'm not sure. But in the following year, they went 7-9. In 2018, they went 6-10. and 10. Now, Green Bay Packers, they fired Mike McCarthy, which was a smart move, and they hired, I think it's LaFleur. Since LaFleur had been hired, last year they went 13-3, and three, and this year they undefeated. And Aaron Rodgers running around here with a smile on his face, looking all happy having fun with his teammates because there's something different. There's something, there's somebody that's coaching that's offensive minded. Mike McCarthy was vanilla. Didn't want to change it. Didn't want to change the game plan. Didn't know how to adjust on the fly. And you're seeing that with the Dallas Cowboys. Now the Dallas Cowboys don't even know what kind of team they are. You paid all this money to Ezekiel Elliott, which I understand to a, to a little bit. But now you're a passing team and you don't utilize Ezekiel Elliott like you should be. You're a passing team now. Dak Prescott looked good passing the ball, even though he ain't got paid yet. There's a lot of things going on with Dallas that need to be cleared up. I'm just saying. And Steve Jones, he need to get on the, get on the, on the ball because you got a quality team that's not playing quality football. Let's go to the New York Jets. Adam Gase. Why, if I'm the New York Jets, I'm going to hire another coach that had a losing season at another team just a year before. Adam Gase used to be the head coach of the Miami Dolphins. 2016, he went 10-6, just like Mike McCarthy. Did good. 
the following year they went six and ten. Following year, 2018, they went seven and nine. Then he got fired. And damn near not more than a month, if that long. The New York Jets pick him up. What the there's a lot of coaches out there. There's a lot of people that need to be head coaches. Eric Benemy, offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just saying. Uh, it's just, if they ain't proved nothing to me, why am I going to hire them? That's my whole point of the whole situation. But it is what it is. Look, at, with the Jets. Adam Gates went to the Jets last year. They finished 7-9. This year, they haven't won a game yet. And I don't even see them win the game anytime in the near future. There's play. There's there, okay. Let's move on. That's how I feel about the the the, my, the Cowboys and the Jets. That's y'all fault. Y'all shouldn't hire them coaches. Now, coaches on the hot seat. Definitely Adam Gase. I don't think Dan Quinn should be on the hot seat. They need to. He need to win the game very soon. And then, uh, sorry, Big Q. They're gonna win this week against the uh, Carolina Panthers. But they need to win a game. He need to win the game quick because on four ain't looking good for the Atlanta Falcons when they expected more. They want they expecting at least a playoff team. So they gotta get their act together. And I think they will. But I believe Adam Gase, Bill O'Brien already got fired. And I talked about that in episode two. And I didn't even know he had an argument with JJ Watt during practice. And JJ Watt was 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 uh saying that his coaching style was suspect. Now, when you're lead, when you're a star player, when your golden boy go against you and your style, and which he deservingly so because you shouldn't have got rid of DeAndre Hopkins and then get the same value back. Yeah. Bill O'Brien, he was on that. Yeah, he was on that list. Could have, they own four, if I'm mistaken. Romeo Cornell, which was the defensive coordinator on that staff, 73 years old. He is the interim coach right now. I can see things going to be changing. Players are going to be want, wanting to cope, wanting to play for Cornell, so they're going to get their act together. But, yeah, right now, Adam Gase, he's the only one I think should be on the hot seat, who should be losing the job this week when they lose to the Arizona Cardinals. All right, I'm moving on. Undefeated teams and winless teams. Let's start with the undefeated teams who do you think will get their first l in week five we got one two three four undefeated teams i believe let me make sure one two oh no yeah one two three four five i'm sorry we got yeah five undefeated teams i got messed up on this list oh no i see what happened all right First off, Seattle Seahawks, 4-0, going against the 1-3 Vikings at home at Central League Field. I think the Seattle Seahawks will, be, will win that game. They will stay undefeated. The Kansas City Chiefs, they're 4-0. They're going up against the 2-2 two two Raiders at Arrowhead Stadium at home. I thought this might be an upset, but I don't think, the, I don't think Derek Carr, if this was later on during the year, I would see this as an upset, but Derek Carr, I, don't, I think it takes him a while to get acclimated to the speed of the game. And uh, I don't think he's, 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 he's top-notch, right? He's, uh, that, what's the word I'm looking for? He's on, he's ready. 
he's primed already. I don't think that's what it is at this point. And once again, it's an Arrowhead Arrowhead Stadium. If it was at the Death Star, Allegiant Stadium, I might have changed my mind, but I think the Kansas City Chiefs will win this game. They will stay undefeated. Next up is the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's 3-0. They go up against the 1-2-1 Eagles. That's all I need to say. Carson Wentz, I think the Pittsburgh defense is going to frazzle Wentz. And uh, Wentz ain't playing like like they paid him to play. I think he got a $128 million contract, getting paid $32 million a year. You know, he ain't playing up the part. Ever since he's been injured, he ain't been playing up the part. He came in the league gangbusters. He almost won MVP, what, about two years ago? Ever since he's been getting injured, he ain't been looking good. So uh, with that being said, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers winning that game. Now, this is the game where somebody's going to have to lose. We got the undefeated Buffalo Bills, and we got the undefeated Tennessee Titans. Buffalo Bills are 4-0. Titans are 3-0. And of course, we know they moved uh, the Titans-Steelers game later on during their bye week. That's the reason why they're 3-0. But with this game, somebody got to lose. Somebody got to catch that L. And I'm going to say they're playing at Nissan Stadium in Tennessee. And they got good running back. I'm still going. I'm gonna give it to the Buffalo Bills. I think they'll they'll keep it physical. Josh Allen going up against uh, Ryan Tannehill. If they, if the if the Titans stay with the run game, I can see that happening. But I think the Buffalo Bills got just too much offense on that team. They got a, they got a legit defense too. So I'm gonna say the Bills over the Titans. So the only team out of this group out of the five undefeated teams that's going to lose is the Tennessee Titans. Flip it over to the negative side, the winless teams. Who's going to catch their first W? We got the 0-4 Falcons that's playing the 2-2 Panthers at home at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Sorry, Big Q. I got the Falcons winning their first game against your team. Next up is the 0-4 Jets going Oh, the two and two Cardinals coming to the Jets, going coming to Midlife Stadium. Uh, yeah, they're going to go 0-5. Cardinals going to get that win. And the 0-4 Giants going up against the 1-3 Cowboys. As much as the Cowboys sucks, especially the defense, I'm a, and they're playing the AT&T Stadium. I got the Dallas winning that, I got Dallas winning that game, so the Giants will stay old. They will stay winless. So out of the Oh, I'm far. I'm sorry. And the 0-4 Texans, the one and three Jaguars, coming there, coming to their house in our NRG Stadium, and I think the Texans are gonna win. So out of the four teams, two of them gonna catch Ws, two of them gonna catch Ls. So, people, that's what I got for you. I would talk about. Oh, tonight we got the NBA Finals, Game Five between the. Uh, Los Angeles, one top seeded Los Angeles Lakers out the west and the fifth seed out the east, Miami Heat. Lakers are up 3-1, I believe it is right now. Yeah, 3-1. I wanted the Miami Heat to win. I don't see it happening right now. Miami Heat missing some key players in, in uh, Goran Dragic. Um, Bam Adebayo just came back last week. He was out with his, I think it was shoulder uh, situation. Jimmy Butler, 
He is a straight warrior. He is a dog. He tried his hardest. He actually pulled off a 40-point triple-double in week, in game three, I think it was, if I'm mistaken. They had a Herculean effort to win that game, but he can't do it by himself. He can't keep doing that. They got to win three games straight. I don't see it. They might win tonight. The Miami Heat, they extended to Sunday. But I had the Lakers in six. I can see either it's going to be a gentleman sweep or it's going to be going six games. But anyway, I got the Lakers winning the, the, uh, the title. So, all right, people. Now, that is it. You can stay, come back. I will give you the B-side of episode three where I give you my week five picks of the NFL season. Until then, this your boy, Glass, a.k.a. The Sage of Sports. I want to thank you for listening to The Sage of Sports podcast through Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Pocket Pocket Cast. Subscribe to the channel so you can be alerted to to future episodes on this podcast for your listening pleasure. Follow me on the following social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Anchor.fm. The Sage of Sports on Twitter at Sage of Sports One. Send your comments, suggestions, and or just contact me via email at thesageofsports at gmail.com. Until next time, be good, be safe. Later. I'm out. <laughs>